Hey there, elevator. Unless you've been living under a rock for some time, I think you know I'm kind of into this productivity thing. That's why I'm super excited to announce that my most popular downloaded freebie, 22 Ways to Be More Productive and Create Time Freedom, has been completely updated and reissued for you amazing Elevate Your 8 listeners. The guide features, well, 22 tips to create time freedom and make your day feel more productive, along with some exercises to help you put your new knowledge to use and go out into the world and kick some major ass. So go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash 22 ways, pick up the new improved time freedom download today. Now it's time for this week's amazing new episode. You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, the easily digestible lifestyle show that empowers you to live your happiest, most productive life so you can achieve time freedom. Productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Honor your work-life balance by working only eight hours a day. Honor your health and wellness by sleeping eight hours every night. Once you figure that out, the rest is gravy, or Jolly Ranchers if ever you prefer. If you're ready for a healthy helping of life-changing wisdom with a side of quirkiness, you're in the right place. Here's your host, dairy-free, karaoke-crazy, future 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Elevate Your 8. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and we're going to bridge some uncharted territory today because we're talking with Monica Tanner from the On the Brighter Side of Marriage podcast. This is a conversation I am super excited to have since we connected uh, with Adam Shibley's Pod Pals. Um, Monica, thank you for coming on the show and welcome. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Chris. Well, I'm super happy to have you. Let's talk a little bit about how you got started with your show and, and particularly what you guys focus on in your, um, in your episodes. Yeah. So I help passionate entrepreneurs prioritize their marriage so that they can crush their business goals. So I am a relationship and intimacy expert, and I love helping, especially female entrepreneurs step into their femininity and their, who they're really meant to be and take their family with them. So I believe that no woman should ever have to choose between their dedication to their family and their passion for their message. So I help them build a marriage that supports their business and a business that supports their marriage. That warms my heart so much, especially as someone who is running two side hustles, one that's mine and one that I run with my husband. So um, this is a particularly exciting conversation for me to have on a personal level. Um, So this show is about time management and uh, productivity. And my theory, you know, this elevate your eight theory is sleep eight hours, just work eight hours. And then the other eight hours is what you need to prioritize. But, but that's what it is. It's about prioritization. So for a person who's looking to achieve that balance that you're talking about, that connection, that intimacy, um, where do you recommend someone would start? Well, start by, well, I mean, come to me. No, right. Of course. (laughs) MonicaTanner.com. No, (laughs) it's actually on the brighter side of marriage.com, but yeah, on the brighter side Uh, of marriage.com. We will reinforce that multiple times here. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm just using. No, uh, the way we start by prioritizing our marriage, and I love your um, emphasis on elevate your eight. I'm a big numbers girl too. Yeah. And so <laughs> by prioritizing your marriage, I don't mean spend the majority of your time on it. It doesn't have to be you know, really difficult, but we have 1,440 minutes in a day. And I'm asking you to spend 10 to 20 of those minutes connecting with your spouse each and every oh, day, non-negotiable. I call this daily connections. Okay. And so I have you put it on your schedule in your calendar so that it absolutely happens every day. And then you choose a spot where there's no distractions, no kids, no cell phones, no nothing. And Again, this doesn't have to be difficult, but you just ask each other questions about each other's experience. So it's not just like, how was your day? But it was kind of like, what emotions did you feel today? Mm -hmm. What was difficult for you today? What makes you really excited? What can I do to help you? You know, those types of questions where you're really getting to know each other's inner worlds. You do that, you switch and you do that for 10 to 20 minutes. And then you end with some sort of physical affection. So that can be a makeout session. It can be a quick pack. <laughs> it can be a hug, yeah. a, you know, a shoulder rub, just some physical repre representation that you've connected. And so that should happen every single day. So 20 minutes out of your 1,440 minutes. And then once a week, so there's 168 Hours, hours in the week. week. Yes. I know that one. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I have you spend three of those hours on date night and date night oh. is not a time where we talk about kids or finances or business or anything that causes us stress of any kind. We go and we have fun and we connect with each other. We try something new. We do something we both enjoy, or one of us enjoys. And we just get to like, pretend like we're giddy teenagers falling in love for the first time and just enjoy each other's company and always end that with a, a more physical form of affection. So uh, those are the two things that I recommend that you start with. If you're struggling to manage all of the, you know, uh, responsibilities that come with marriage, motherhood, and entrepreneurship. So if your spouse, your partner is a, um, I'm going to think Myers J or Myers Briggs, right? So I'm very high J and my husband's very high P. So how do you get a P to embrace this sort of slightly J um, practice? So I'm an Enneagram girl, so I don't know okay. Myers Briggs very well. Tell me what a P is. Uh, so P stands for perception and it's sort of... Um, there's really not a time for anything. You just kind of go with the way the moment uh, attaches oh, you, I guess. And the way, the best way to explain J, like J people like me, there's a place for everything and everything's in its place. So I love my planner. I love my journal. I love my minimalist app. And, and, and he is like, oh, well, it looks like I have to go to the pool now and maybe I'll hang out there for a couple hours and I'll come home and there's some dishes over there. Maybe I'll do them, but maybe I'll go work on my car. So that's what, that's what I live with. So P is a little more spontaneous is what yeah, you're saying, like yeah. not very scheduled. Okay. Right. Well then you manage the calendar. I'm sure you have to do that with, with kids activities and different things like that. Right. So there's different um, circumstances, like if there's an event coming up, like a, a gala that you would have to go to, right. You would yeah. just keep the schedule on that and let him know that where he needs to be and when, right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. You just manage 
these, these daily connections and um, the same with your date night. So you manage it on your schedule and then you just let them know, Hey, after dinner tonight, we're going to take a walk for 20 minutes or this, you know, when we wake up tomorrow morning, we're going to, we're going to have some daily connection or after the kids are in bed tonight, you know, before we start watching the world series or whatever, we're going to sit down for 20 minutes. So you manage that daily. It's on your calendar. So you don't miss it. And you just let them know where to be and when same thing with date night. I think that would totally work because, um, he will ask me like, what's the weekend look like? Like what do you have on the agenda? And I'll say, okay, well, I'm doing this, this, and this. So he's like, okay, so that means I can do this, this, and this. Right. Um, So yeah, I think, all right, well, we'll try that. We'll have to try that. So you just explained or, you know, easy Friday night date night. So like, listen, honey, you can be as unscheduled as you want, but Friday night at six o'clock, we go out. That's our time. Yeah. Nothing gets in the way you can just expect it every single week. It's going to be just like that. Right. And then, you know, he can feel free to unstructure anything he wants. I love that. Okay. So if you run a business with your spouse, um, do you have any suggestions, recommendations on both, uh, not only just prior to prioritizing each other, but how does each contribute? Is there a balance that should be there? Um, how should a couple who is also in business together um, sort of navigate the navigate the uncharted waters, so to speak? Yeah, so that's tricky. My husband and I own a business together as well. Okay. And in our earlier years, we really had to figure that out. And I I would say, you know, building a business together is is can be stressful. It can also be amazing, right? Mm-hmm. All the things and everything in between. Um, but I think it's just going to be really important to stick to those times that you are off duty. So, you know, meaning when you're with your family, you're not discussing the business yeah. and definitely, definitely on date night, you are not discussing the business. And so I think it's just very clear to set those boundaries, like, you know, nine to five or whatever, those are our business hours. We work together, we do that. And then we take our boss hats off and we put our parenting or lover hats on And you just, I mean, you can do that with a very, like, in my mind, when you said that the, the, uh, the TV show, Mr. Rogers came on, Oh yeah, you know how he like literally changes his shoes and Uh that's like his, you know, the start of the the sweater. Yeah. And he puts on, yeah. And, and so you, if you need like a physical representation of actually taking that hat off or putting a hat on, you know, Mm -hmm. I would. I would think for, you know, or, or taking your earrings off or, you know, whatever it is that kind of signifies like we're done doing business for today and now it's family time or, or whatever you need to do. But I think creating those boundaries is really important. Yeah. I love the idea of there being some sort of small physical transformation, um, taking the earrings off, putting the comfy pants on, whatever, whatever (laughs) that is. I love that. Um, and we're both early morning people, so it would be, I mean, it would be interesting to try, you know what fits more in the, in the day, daily connection before swim practice or daily connection at the end of the day, that would be, that'll just be really fun to, to, to try to experience. So Monica, what kind of led you down this path to, um, to pursue this as a, both a a business adventure and a, a podcast? 
Yeah. So really they say, you know, your mess becomes your message. And right. I mean, I feel like <laughs> I it's that. full on personal experience that, uh-huh. I mean, starting from when I was 12 years old, my parents announced they were getting a divorce completely unexpectedly. Oh, I had wow. never even seen them get in a fight. Right. So I was like, what, what are we ta- happening? Right. Yeah. And so, you know, my life changed dramatically. And I kind of, at that moment became obsessed with like, what makes a marriage strong and lasting? Like, how do you prevent this from happening? And so that's always been like a huge focus of my life, but I've also been kind of obsessed with this question of what does it mean to be successful? Like, what does success mean? Yeah. We measure it. Right. And so kind of over the years, you know, as we've, I have four kids, my husband, and I got married about 20 years ago. We have four children together and through my life and my personal experience as you know, when I started, when we first got married, I was like. I just want to be a wife and a mom. So I define success as like, if I'm a good wife and a good mom, that's it. That's all I need, right? But then as I started having these kids and raising them and doing the whole stay-at-home mom thing, I realized that it's not that it wasn't enough and it's not that I didn't love my family, but there was Mm -hmm. just this like piece of me that wanted something more. Like I wanted to create something or put something out into the world. And so I kind of explored this whole entrepreneurship thing. My husband and I do own a business together. So I did do a lot for that, but it was kind of like, I wanted my own thing that was separate and apart from my husband, separate apart from my kids that Mm -hmm. just kind of filled my cup. And so as I've kind of gone through that process of learning what that was, I've also had to reconcile the time that that takes away from my family the financial resources that go into it and all of those things. And so I've kind of learned through the process of creating my own successful business, what it looks like to have to manage the responsibilities of all those different areas of my life. And I know that it's a struggle. I know that marriage is hard. Motherhood is hard. Entrepreneurship is hard. And so, but I wouldn't give up any of them for the world. And so, you know, right now I'm super passionate about teaching women how to not have to choose between their dedication to their family and their passion for their message. I love that. And you and I are simpatico in so many ways, because that is exactly my journey. We began the swim team and uh, I started doing all this exploring and learning. It's like, I have a nonprofit now I have a business. So what does that mean? And I find this podcast and that podcast. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I really, I love the swim team. I love this nonprofit stuff, but I want to do something too. That's just mine. And I felt, and and to this day, even I still, there's a part of me that feels really selfish and wanting that, but I fully recognize that he and I bring different things into the swim team. And it's not always, um, I'm not always bringing my best self there because there's other things that I'm really good at that come to me more naturally. Um, so yeah, I, I went down that path, uh, wrote a couple of books, started a podcast, et cetera. Um, so from, so from time to time, there is sort of a resentment there, but, um, you know, we try to talk through that and explore that sort of like what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I totally feel you uh, from, from the passion for this to start and, and want to not only fix it for yourself, but to show other people like this is a totally doable thing. Yeah. So let's see. Um, well, what business do you two run together? So <laughs> we have a commercial and residential pest control company together. So it's oh, wow. completely different than yeah. 
total and opposite. He started, I mean, when we met, he was selling pest control door to door for a okay. company. And then we got married and we worked for that company again. He was selling, I was working in the office. And then once he graduated from college, we were like, we wanted to move back here to his hometown mm-hmm. and we needed a business. And so we did what we knew, which was pest yeah. control. So we started a pest control company 18 years ago. My oh my gosh. gosh. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. That's really yeah. amazing. And I was a big part of the business until I had my third baby. And I was okay. like, so overwhelmed. I was like, listen, you either take me out of this business or check me into the funny farm. Like I oh, no. all of it. Like <laughs> I am drowning. Right. And it was such a great opportunity for me to kind of, you know, I did the stay at home mom thing. I, you know, and we still had another baby after that, but I right. was like, I want, I need something for me. And our business together is a very service-based business. It's a very sure. you know, door-to-door sales and referrals. That's how we get our, our, um, our customers. And what I do is all about intimacy and online marketing. I love the online marketing part of it. Yeah. That's not my husband's thing. Like he could care less about online marketing and really intimacy. So, you know, (laughs) I, one thing I tell my, my, my students is stop trying to make your passion, his passion and stop interpreting interpreting his lack of, of passion for your passion as unsupport, right? My husband is massively supportive of me, right? He does not do online marketing or intimacy. Like those are not his things, but I'm his things. Right. And the reverse is also very true. Like he's very into weightlifting and college sports and, you know, coaching of all kinds. Those are not my passions but he's my passion. And so we can be very supportive of each other without getting really wrapped up into each other's things. Yeah. And that also makes me think about this notion, especially for younger couples who um, there's, there's something about identity that I think people get locked up into. This course has nothing to do with productivity, but, um, but that notion of like, okay, I like to do these things. My spouse likes to do these things. We meet in the middle here, but am I a bad spouse if I'm identifying with the things that I enjoy as opposed to completely switching over and loving everything that he loves or that she loves? And I, I've totally seen people completely adopt their partner's um, hobbies and enjoyment because they feel like that's the way to be intimate. And, and I know like that one thing that he and I are very good at is recognizing like he loves to work on cars and motorcycles and I love to knit and the two don't have to come together. We can still do those things separately and, and enjoy each other's company doing other things together. So, yeah, um, I would argue that's what makes a marriage passionate is I agree differentiate from each other and you have something to share with each other. Right. So you don't have to you know, agree on everything. That's another thing, conflict. Like you don't have to agree on everything. You don't have to do everything together to make this exciting, passionate, long-lasting marriage. In fact, I would argue the opposite. Yeah. So very true. Um, Monica, this is so helpful. I feel like I talked to you for hours. Um, tell P, uh, tell me where people can find you if they want to work with you or just, you know, check out your show. Yeah. So my podcast is called on the brighter side of marriage. My website is the same www.onthebrightersideofmarriage.com. 
I have a Facebook group that's on the brighter side of marriage for entrepreneurs, which is super fun. And then you can find me on Instagram. I spend a, a fair amount of time there at Moni Tanner one. Moni, M-O-N-N-Y or M-O-N-N-I-E? M-O-N-I. M-O-N-I. Tanner one. Moni Tanner one. Okay. You guys, we've been talking to Monica Tanner on the brighter side of marriage. Thank you so much for being on elevate your eight today. Oh, this has been so fun. Thanks for having me, Chris.